You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. The Daily Music Business Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi. And today we're going to talk about how to build authority on Instagram and why you need to as a coach and a musician. So you might not even be sure what building authority means and how it relates to you as a musician, but we're going to get into it on today's episode. So this is part one of an Instagram live that I did on this topic. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. So... When it comes to authority on Instagram, and if you saw my most recent post, then you know that I was talking about this a little bit because I was sharing a couple things that came up for me when I first started my business on Instagram. So in that recent post on Instagram, I was basically just sharing how, um, you know, when I first started, it was a little weird. Like I didn't know if I wanted to show up as full-blown a coach and like making that shift was kind of awkward and I felt like okay this is weird because all these people they didn't sign up for me to like be a coach and shift into all this teaching content or like different type of content than they were used to because everyone just followed me on Instagram because they just followed me like they followed me because they just wanted to see what I was doing as a person so when I first started my business, it was a little weird because I had to make that shift and I just sort of like came out and said it like, here I am, this is what I'm doing now, deal with it. But it sort of leads me to one of the number one mistakes that I see artists making, which is that they are not actually 100% committed to showing up as an artist. So they're not really, really committed to showing up in their business and as an artist and being exactly who they are and like using their platform for how they want to use it and for growth. And what I mean by this is I see a lot of artists who sort of just like ride that line. So what I'm talking about is musicians who are not 100% committed to being a musician on social media. So this may or may not apply to you depending on where you're at and exactly how you're feeling right now. But there are so many artists out there who ride this line where they feel like, okay, I like kind of have my Instagram. It's like mostly personal, like it was personal, but I'm also an artist. So I'm going to post about like when I'm having a show or when I'm doing this thing and I'm going to share what I'm doing. Um, But when they're not really promoting something, it sort of just goes back to like boring content. Like, boring life content. Like, I I don't even know how else to put it. Because it's literally just posts of, like, okay, I did this thing. Or, like, okay, I'm in the studio. And that is fine. It's cool. And it is showing that you are an artist, which is good. But we need to up the authority there. So, first, let's talk about 
what is authority in the first place? Authority is basically showing that you are legit and that you have something of value. So I'm going to talk to both coaches and musicians here. Coaches, you might be a little bit more familiar with the term authority than musicians because we talk a lot about it in our industry or at least more about it than we do in the music industry. But it's still applicable for musicians. Now you might hear this word and think, okay, what does authority mean? Like, I'm not trying to like whip people into shape. Like I'm just playing music. I'm not somebody's boss. I'm not a coach. If you are a musician and you're not a coach and I totally get that, but we're not thinking of authority as in like you are the ruler. We're thinking of authority as in people look to you and they trust you and they know that you are essentially one step above them or more, but at least one step above them. And so because of that, you are providing value. Now your value as a coach is of course what you teach, what you share, etc. Your value as a musician can be so much more than your music. Now the music is the obvious thing, but your value as a musician, the, the value that you provide, I should say, as a musician also includes the community that you create. It also includes how you, the, the messages in your music and how how that is going to impact people. So like, it's not just about like, oh, I write pop rock music. It's about, oh, I talk about anxiety in my music and I really help people who have anxiety feel something and feel like they can resonate with this song and listen to the song when they're feeling anxious or use it as a place to just reflect from. And I ta also talk about this in my community that I'm creating, right? So you can see the difference there. So Again, I want you to ask yourself, are you 100% committed? Because if not, that's where we're going to start. If you are not showing up holistically like you are the artist or coach or whatever it is that you are, and you are kind of half-assing it, and if I go to your Instagram and I can't really tell that you're an artist, it is a huge problem if I go to your profile and I can't even tell if you're a coach or an artist. It's another problem, still a problem, if I go to your profile and I say, okay, I think she's an artist, she's posting about music, but the rest of her posts are sort of not really showing me what she does and not really setting me up to trust her as someone who like really is a musician. Even if you're not a full-time musician, I wanna be able to tell that this is your job, this is something you take seriously, and this is something that you are focused on. So I, I wish I could like put examples up on Instagram like live, but I can't really do that. So maybe I'll try to put together a post on my feed that sort of shows the difference. Um, I don't want to call anyone out, but I'll see if I can do like a before and after of like, here's what it looks like when you're not um, really showing up all in and here's what it looks like when you are. Uh, we're going to move on to basically the first step in this. So the first step in this whether you are just looking to improve your authority or whether you are that person who's like, okay, I realize I'm not 100% in, I could be doing better, uh, I'm just showing up like I'm sort of everyone's friend who's an artist and I'm just like, you know, all my friends and family and my fellow musician friends, like they follow me and they know what I do, but I'm not showing up like an artist who is looking to grow their fan base beyond that. So whether that's you or whether you're like, nah, I'm good, but I just want to be even more powerful, you must know what your brand pillars are. You must know what your brand pillars are in order to know what you're even going to talk about. So if you don't know what the pillars of your brand are, then that is going to make things really difficult when it comes to planning content and figuring out what to talk about and what you're even the authority of or in, right? So 
I want you to think of these questions. What do you teach? Or what is your niche or your genre of music that you play? I want you to think about, uh, if you're a coach, of course, what do you teach? If you're a musician, what is your genre? What do you do? Maybe you're like a really good guitarist, right? What's the genre that you play? Um, How can people relate to you? So how can people see something in you and maybe want to strive for it? Or what is the messaging Uh, What do you write about? What is the messaging in your music that people are going to resonate with and that you're sharing? If you're a coach, again, going back to what do you teach? What do you share? What is the uh, results that you're getting for your clients that you've gotten for yourself? Things like that. So take some time to journal about your brand pillars if you haven't already, and then make sure that you get really, really clear on these brand pillars. Now, I want to mention as well that this is where you might be going wrong because there's brand pillars and then there's like personal connection points. So for me, being a dog mom or like a young entrepreneur or business owner or even like being on like a functional health journey, those are all personal connection points that I can post about and people are gonna have easy point of contact for me or even posts where I'm just sort of, you know, lightly inspiring or asking, what are you guys doing this weekend? You see that a lot, right? Especially with musicians. What are you doing this weekend? Or who's your favorite artist? Or what shows are you going to? Those posts are great for creating engagement and for creating a close relationship with your followers. However, if you're only doing that, then you end up totally in the friend zone. So this is probably like the second biggest mistake is that people think that they're showing up in their authority or they think that they're showing up fully as an artist, but most of their posts are still putting them in the friend zone because they're not really positioning their authority. They're not really showing up as someone who has value to give and who is, again, that like one step above. So you want people to like you. Of course you want people to like you. And if you haven't already, make sure you go watch my free training on how to promote your music without being salesy because we talk a ton about the no like and trust factor um, in specifically in relation to the music industry and how you can create that and why it's so important. So yes, duh, we want people to like you, but we don't want everyone to only think of you as a friend. Now, when you're starting out, you probably have mostly friends and family who are following you, plus some other friends who are in music that you know. We want to grow beyond that. And that means that we have to expand from treating everyone like they are our close friend. And we have to also make people, make sure people know that like you're not in the friend zone with them. Like you're not available to be in the friend zone with them because yes, they like you and yes, you're getting on, but you are ultimately there to serve them and to provide a service, whether that service is a coaching program or whether that service is a live music show that they are going to get enjoyment from. This is your job. This is not just all fun and games. And so we've got to position you like that. So again, that personal uh, connection content is really important. But we want to make sure that people are thinking of you as an authority because if they're only thinking of you as friends, then they're not going to be willing to buy into your stuff. Like they're not going to be like, oh, this is my friend who just talks about, uh, you know, time management for a musician. So this is so cool. Love her. And then you go to pitch a program and they're like, 
no, why would I buy this from you? You're my friend. Like, I, we, we're on the same playing field, right? If you have not created any authority around that, then they're not going to see you or your program as valuable or something they should opt in for. Same as an artist. Like, if you are just being buddy-buddy with everybody, you're not creating that factor that makes people be like, oh my god, I really want to see that person live. Like, I'm dying to see that person live. She's so cool. Her music's so awesome. And I want to do it. It's just going to be you talking to your friends, being like, hey, you want to come to my show? And then being like, eh, yeah, I'll come as a friend. Or maybe not this time because I went last time. But you want people who are actually super fans, not people who are just supporting you because they feel like they're obligated to as your friend. Those people are not going to pay for VIP tickets to you. They're not going to pay for like big merch bundles from you. They're probably not going to join your Patreon. Maybe some of them will, you know, friends supporting friends is sort of a whole nother topic we could talk about, but they're not going to ultimately get you the growth that you want. So we've got to get you out of the friend zone. So how do we do this? Tune in to part two of this episode to find out how. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work. But we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life. Uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers. Think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind podcast. <laughs>